the same But I'm not sure if I'll remember your name But I'll remember your face And all the chase And all the, the walk up Hi, my name's Andy and welcome to my podcast. This is a series where I discuss everyone I've ever slept with. Um, this is an episode where I discuss, um, it'll be one of the only few episodes where I discuss a woman that I've been with or a girl, female, um, that I have slept with. Her name was Sarah. Um, and I'm just re-recording this episode. I had recorded it again maybe a week ago or something and I'm listening back to it and I'm really drunk in the original recording and I'm just repeating things and the story doesn't make much sense. So, I'll try to <coughs> um, simplify it here and um, just do it maybe in a bit more of a chronological order. So, um, Sarah, I'll just give a bit of a description of what she looks like. She's a lesbian. Um, she's not, um, you know, really butch or anything like that. She's a bit more of the lipstick lesbian side of things. Um, she had long brown hair. She was just a little bit shorter than me. And we were both about the same weight, like pretty skinny people, um, back then. I met her, um, when, um, I was at a music festival and it was the Vans Warped Tour, I think, and her and this other guy, Lee, who appears in one of my uh, future episodes, um, or even one of the previous ones, um, they came running up to me because I was wearing a Bikini Kill t-shirt and they just started talking to me. And they're like, oh, we love Bikini Kill. And we just um, ended up chatting and stuff, maybe for a good 10, 20 minutes. Um, and then, um, you know, they went off their own merry way. And I thought I'd never see them again. But then um, a week later... Um, or maybe a few weeks later, when I was with my um, partner at the time, James, from episode number four, uh, me and James were going to this gig because we found a flyer for um, all these sort of Melbourne queercore-ish feminist sort of punk bands playing at the Tote Hotel, which is this venue on um, Wellington Street. Um, um, Even though we're underage, we thought, oh, we'll go to this gig because we had fake IDs and stuff. And um, we're walking down the street on the way to the gig. And um, then I see that guy that came up to me at the festival. Not Sarah the girl, just the guy, Lee. And I go up to him in the street. I'm like, oh, hey, did you come up to me at the what festival? And he's like, oh, yes, you're that guy. And I'm like, yes, yes. And he was walking down the street with this um, other girl, <coughs> um, Sally, sort of irrelevant to the story. And then... He said, where are you guys going? I said, oh, we're heading off to this gig at the Tote. And he's like, oh, I'm going there too. But we're, And then he said, we're just having some drinks in the alleyway first um, if you want to join us. Um, and that was something that some people would do. They'd go and drink in an alleyway, especially if you were underage. You would go and drink in an alleyway before you went out. One, in case you couldn't get into the club or the pub or the pub. Um, at least you've, you know, you've had some drinks in or somewhere or something. And then secondly, at least uh, the drinks in the pub were always more expensive. So if you're drinking in an alleyway, you can get like a $2 long neck or, you know, a, a $4 bottle of wine or something and just drink that before you go in and pay for a $4 glass of wine, which is how much they were back then. Anyway, so when he takes me to the alleyway, he introduces me to all of his friends that he was there with. And one of them was Sarah, <clears throat> the same girl from the festival. She's like, oh my God, I remember you from the festival. So we were chatting and stuff. And um, So just getting back to that situation, actually, a lot of those people I met in the alleyway, I am still friends with them all today. 
um, except for my partner James, who came with me at the time. Um, so obviously, we had a me and James had a big falling out, and he ended up passing away. But everyone else that was in the alleyway at the time, I still know, and I'm still friends with. Well, there was a girl named Sally. There was a girl named um, Sarah. There was Lee, and there was a girl named Mal. <clears throat> And, um, yeah, they're all still somewhat in my life. So, we all went to the gig together. And when we were there, um, I remember James, my partner, hated it and he left. He wasn't enjoying the bands. So, then I stayed and just hang out with them and made really good friends with them and ended up swapping numbers. <clears throat> and then, lo and behold, about a year later, me and Sarah are living together in my first ever share house when I was 18 years old. So, the share house was in Northcote, a suburb in Melbourne. Um, I'd moved in there with another girl from the zine scene. Her name was Georgia and her brother was named Alex. Um, he was queer as well. Um, so the three of us moved in and then Sarah moved in like a few months later. And then there were four of us living in this four bedroom house. And when Sarah moved in, we made a pact together. It was her idea, but it was a good idea. She's like, let's make sure that we sleep together at least once while we live in this house together. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm up for that. Let's do it. She's like, we're both gay. We've never slept with the opposite sex before. So let's just sleep together once and we'll just give it a try. So even though we lived in that house together for a year at least, could have been longer. Maybe it was just a year. Um, and then uh, we had a lot of parties there. We drank a lot together. We did a lot of things together. Um, one of the things we did together for the first time um, was take acid. Neither of us had had acid before. And we had one of our friends come over. She was quite ex another friend who was quite experienced with acid. Her name was Franca. She came over and gave me and Sarah and another girl acid. And the four of us had it all together. Um, three of us for the first time. That was a hoot that night. Um, and then, yeah, after a year or however long we were living in that house, <clears throat> we all decided to move out. We had a bit of a falling out with Georgia and Alex, the other guy. Um, and then... Um, and the house came to an end. We ended the lease and we never ended up fulfilling that pack we never ended up sleeping together and then we ended up me and sarah then after that house straight after we moved into another share house this was a bigger share house with um uh had like six bedrooms and it was me and five other girls and now all lesbians so i was the only guy that lived there and it was a big lesbian house <clears throat> um and me and Sarah made the pack again. So I remember we, we said to each other, we never, or her idea again, but she said, we ever, never slept together in the last house. Let's make sure we do it before we move out of this house. Um, so in the second house in Clifton Hill, we lived there for, she lived with us for maybe seven, eight months in that house. And then she moved out. She wasn't getting along with one of the other girls. And um, again, we didn't fulfill that pack. We never slept together. Um so, and that's even despite, I remember so many nights in her house, me and her and me, sometimes me, just me and her got really, really drunk together and we still never did it. <laughs> so weird. But, um, so anyway, um, uh, maybe after she moved out of that house, I didn't see her much. We, we never made many attempts to contact each other, but we would run into each other occasionally. And then she ended up moving in with a guy from the festival, the guy that she came up to me with the first time. Um, Lee, they ended up getting a share house together about three or four years later. And because me and Lee were pretty close friends back then, I would go over that house and see Sarah there sometimes and stuff. Um, but then one night I ran into her at the Tote Hotel again, that same place we went to on the first night we were hanging out. Um, 
And so we got drunk together at the Toad Hotel. And then she said, you know, that pact we tried to fulfill many years ago. Um, let's fulfill it tonight. And she took me back to her house, the one she shared with Lee. And we had sex. So we had sex. Um, I think we just passed. Um, I think she went down on me. I don't remember that part, though. I think I went down on her and I definitely don't remember that part. Then I do remember laying on my back um, and her just hopping on top of me and managing to get me hard somehow. I remember struggling to get hard a bit because, you know, I'm not used to being with women. Um, But I did get hard and then she popped it inside of her. And I just remember how it felt um, being... I hadn't even topped many guys either, but it definitely didn't feel the same as topping a guy. It was something a bit different about it. If anything, it probably um, felt a bit more smooth and moist. (laughs) I don't know. That's probably just one way to describe it because, you know, no lube required. Um, So, anyway, she rode me for a good 10 minutes or so and then she came and and I didn't come. And then... um, yeah, she um, was actually dating someone at the time. So, she kind of cheated on her girlfriend. <clears throat> and well, she did cheat on her girlfriend to fulfill this pack. And then, um, so, I ended up leaving. I, I leave, left her room um, in case her girlfriend came over. Because I think maybe her girlfriend was living there as well. Or could have just rocked up any time. I'm not sure. And she didn't want the other housemate Lee to know either. So I had either gone to sleep in the lounge room, which is where I would normally stay when I slept over, or um, I'd gone home. Either way, um, yeah, that was it. And then after that, um, after her and Lee moved out of that house together, I hadn't seen her for a very long time. Um, Yeah, maybe a good five or six years um, and I'd always wondered what happened to us, you know, so sometimes I'd look her up when Facebook came out many years later, I looked her up on Facebook. She wasn't there. Um, and then I ran into her. Um, I saw her at a supermarket and then she just had that very distinctive face. I knew it was her, even though it'd been so long. I'm like, Sarah, she's like Andy. And yeah, we just were talking, chatting in the supermarket. I'm like, where have you been? She's like, oh, I live in Geelong now, but I, um, or I live in Footscray now, but I work in Geelong or one of those two. I can't remember. Geelong's another city outside of Melbourne. And I was working in Footscray that day. That's why I met her at the supermarket, ran into her at the supermarket. Anyway, that's probably irrelevant to the story. But then we decided to catch up again. Oh, it's just decided to swap numbers again and rekindle and now we're friends on facebook again and we have yeah caught up a few times since then not on purpose like not just the two of us but we've said oh you going to this gig i'll be there or you going here i'll be there and i've seen her at those places and she's doing pretty well for herself i know she's dating someone she's been in a lot of bands that have done pretty well and even her solo music's doing pretty well too um and one day i'll get around to seeing her solo music because i haven't made the effort yet in doing that um, anyway, that was my experience with Sarah. Um, you know, not all that bad. It was I'm definitely glad I tried it. Would I do it again? Uh, with her probably, I don't know. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's Sarah for you. I'll speak to her in the next episode. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you have any questions about all that, uh, feel free to message me. Okay. Bye.